Good morning. Welcome to Coffee Moments with Elsie. Our time of sharing tips and nuggets from the Word of God to help us lead our daily lives. And welcome to our pre-Christmas sharing. We're sharing notes, we're sharing thoughts from the Bible to help us review the year, wind up and prepare for the next year. This morning we'll continue with the story of Joseph, our thoughts on Joseph. So, and we'll begin from where we stopped yesterday, Genesis chapter 39, from verse 13. He says, And so it was, when she saw that he had left his garment in her hand and fled outside, verse 14, that she called to the men of her house and spoke to them, saying, See, he has brought in to us a Hebrew to mock us. He came in to me to lie with me, and I cried out with a loud voice. And it happened when he heard that I lifted my voice and cried out that he left his garment with me and fled outside. Okay, so this morning the thought we are looking at is, you know, it is actually better to be accused of wrongdoing when you are innocent than to actually commit the crime, though you are not caught. I'll say that again. It's better, like in the case of Joseph, to be accused of wrongdoing when you are innocent than to commit the crime even if you are not caught in this case joseph had done nothing wrong but you see he left an evidence behind which was his garment okay and this woman used that garment as evidence to accuse him of something that he had not done but you see joseph did not do it he was accused of it and he was punished for it he was actually sent to jail but he had a clear conscience before God. He had washed his hands in innocence and he had nothing to fear. And truly, as children of God, this is better for us. I've seen um, videos on the internet of people who were sent to jail, uh, I think in the U.S. Um, I remember particularly the story of a man who said, um, I think he was jailed for 16 years or something because he was accused of rape. Another one was 20-something years. I don't quite remember the details. But such stories abound, and eventually they are vindicated. Now, I'm aware that in some cases, the vindication doesn't come in the lifetime of the person. And I'm not saying we should go out of our way to look for trouble and to get ourselves killed and to, to say, oh, okay, we are, we are God will vindicate us. No. What I'm saying is, in running from sin, in fleeing from sin, the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 6 that having done all, stand. Get to the point where you will say, you know what, I have done all that I can do. Yes, lead us not into temptation. God will not deliberately lead you into temptation. Trials he will allow, tribulations he will allow to test you, to test your faith. But temptation comes from other sources and sin. God will never tempt you with sin. So as much as is within your power this period, first repent of all sins and then make a commitment to avoid temptation. Ask for the grace of God to avoid temptation. And if it gets to the point where you have done everything that is within your power, but you are still being accused of something that you did not do, know that God, who is the judge of the whole earth, will vindicate you your vindication will come from him rather than saying oh well whether i do it or not they will say i've done it anyway so let me go ahead and do it mm -mm 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 -mm. 
That is never and should never be the position of a child of God. So this morning, as we wind up this thoughts on retreat, review, and, and plan for the next year, I pray for you that God will give you the strength, the grace, and the ability to say no to every temptation. That the Holy Spirit will shield you from every temptation of the enemy. That God will keep you from falling. He will, his grace, His mercy will speak for you. That whatever, whenever, whatever weapons are formed against you will not prosper. That no evil will befall you and no disaster will come near your dwelling place. God bless you and have a wonderful day. Amen. <laughs>